0: This is uh, Officer Kikowski saying that love is not admissible evidence, and shut up, Leonard.
1: Yes, wonderful. Yes, wonderful. Yes, wonderful.
2: Where are the white women at?
0: Shut up, Leonard. Hi, I'm Matt. I'm Andrew, and we like Community. We do. Special thanks to Alex moschina of Slackteri.com for our theme song. Uh, that website once again is S-L-A-C-K-T. ORY.com and the name is Alex Moshina.
1: Yes. And uh, we'll tell you more about this at the end, but if you like what you're hearing and you want to hear more and you want to support us, uh, check us out on Patreon. That's patreon.com Patreon slash shut up free, Leonard. But it took him till he was. But now, C-3. let's get right to it. Nobody cares we're gonna tell you all inquiry. about episode eight of season six. Intro, Intro to, to recycled cinema.
0: cinema.
1: Written by Clay Lapari. Directed by Didn't write that one, (laughs) but it's somebody junior, I think. There's a junior in there. Uh, Or a middle initial. I just know there's an extra letter where it shouldn't be. Yeah, That
0: wasn't me, by the way. If you heard that hum, that's the government that's trying to take over your mind. Oh, it's the hum? It is the hum. The hum, okay. Yeah. It's the whatever town you're in, your town hum.
1: Yeah. All right. Quick, a brief overview of what this episode is before we get to direct note-by-note analysis. Yes uh this episode starts off establishing that chang has become a popular internet meme yeah so to speak uh with his catchphrase ham girl yeah uh which ham is
0: Ham girl
1: good which is the hashtag for this episode of it is of
0: course you know i'm really upset that i i hate the the corporate hashtagging yeah and then when you posted one of our episodes with the corporate hashtag it got noticeably better results yeah that was really upsetting to me
1: that's why i'm doing the it though corporations are winning well sometimes people go on twitter and they want to see what's of, going on i got
0: a streaker britta in me all right and i don't i don't want to i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to win with corporations help i believe you all
1: right so <laughs> chang has become uh some, somewhat famous mm-hmm. to a certain degree yeah And, uh, the group realizes that Abed has a small piece of footage, film footage with Chang in it. And they want to capitalize on his fame since he is not coming back to Greendale, uh, but they can make back some money from all the things he's done wrong, uh, by using his footage in a feature length film, which they must make over two days. Yes. Uh, so that's, that's basically the plot of this episode. Correct. It's kind of like a crazy setup, right as I'm saying it, I'm realizing setup. that it's really weird
2: <laughs>
1: but it, it totally works. yeah I, I think that's that's a strength of community yeah. is that I think in a lesser show if they did something like this, I would say, well this is bullshit or something like yeah. I would be upset but with community I'm, I'm happy. like yeah. this plays into a lot of really interesting parts. The bigger work of the cast, uh, especially Abed. We always like to see when Abed's making a film uh, season one he did his Abed short films. Which were really great. Yep. And uh, he's always continually talking about his, you know, uh, how he's a he's a filmmaker. Yeah. We had and his Jesus movie at one point. His Jesus movie. Yeah. Uh, is that meta? <laughs> meta. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sure, so yeah, this is just a continuation of that, and uh, all the characters get to showcase their their, you know, the weird stuff that they care about. Yes. So, note by note, Kolb family Kolb family farms. farms. <laughs> carol kolb rising star
0: apparently it just uh, feels like we're hearing a lot about her these last these she's a last writer season. right yeah
1: for yeah. the show yes. and she i think she produces as well uh sure i've seen her name in the credits sometimes where she's not a writer yeah i uh, think
0: i think that you know sometimes this stuff is like code for staff writer because yeah. i remember when, when we first heard of her she'd been tweeting how her first episode fully written by her mm. was coming out
1: mm-hmm. uh, yes that's cool yeah that they, they did a little reference to her yeah the episode opens up with a fake commercial for uh kolb family farms hot and honey ham yes. which i don't think is a real type of ham that sounds kind of gross to me hot and honey
0: well honey ham is a thing
1: yeah but hot and honey is that supposed to mean it's spicy
0: uh exactly i don't know or it starts out hot
1: and there then are some they add things that are
0: there are some things that are sweet and spicy look
1: here's the deal sweet I and spicy eat, is a great combo i'm a i'm a ham eater <laughs> yeah as am i a sliced ham eater i'm recently this is a... i am
0: have recently become a spam eater
1: oh no Spam no, was good stuff. What happened?
0: I'd say I went to the Kush Bowl. You okay? Uh, 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 what? Uh, uh, an establishment that, uh, that what it sounds like? our mutual friend Adam Cleese uh, was known to frequent. It's inside a car wash. And.
1: uh this story is getting dicier by the second. <laughs> and
0: I had spam fried rice. And let oh, me okay, tell that you, sounds good. That's it's great. Yeah, you got fried rice, then a fried egg on top of that. You get over easy, so the yolk soaks into the rice. So yeah, good. yeah, yeah, And then some fried spam on top. It's
1: delicious. All right.
0: And now I'm looking for spam everywhere I go. I'm a real spam fiend. And uh,
1: now I got to move to Hawaii.
0: Well, yeah, or that's the Philippines.
1: Spam is crazy in Hawaii. Yeah. When I went to Hawaii, they actually McDonald's had a special spam menu. Kind of. I went to a,
0: a Hawaiian place that, that would serve a cheeseburger with spam on it. Mm-hmm.
1: A little too salty for my taste. It's
0: one of those places where they cannot conceive of not wadding lettuce and tomatoes on a burger. Like, you tell them <laughs> that, and they're just like, okay, but you want lettuce still, right? <laughs> it's And then I guess what was on my burger when I opened it up?
1: Lettuce. And tomato. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this is the the moment where it's a normal commercial, and then Chang...
0: Wait, uh, I don't feel like we got... What was your overall... You're, you were saying, I'm a ham eater.
1: Oh, I just... I... Uh, I'm kind of picky about the ham styles sure? of my sliced what's, ham, bro. What's your ham style? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do like a honey ham. I sliced honey ham. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good taste. I don't like any of that. Uh, uh, what do they call it? Char baked or something? They have some weird term for it, but it just means it's oh smoky, smoked ham. Oh I sure. I don't like that taste on a on a sandwich. Not into that.
0: Okay. I like a honey ham. I'm googling hot and honey ham to see what happens.
1: Okay. Uh but yeah, so this is a ham commercial for Kolb Family Farms, which is made up as we as we discussed that Carol Kolb is a writer and uh, uh on community.
0: Yes. No 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 relevant results. Good.
1: Uh, and then <laughs> Chang pops in the window during the commercial and says,
0: Ham girl
1: Thank you. And a play uh, on damn girl. Yes, a play on that and just uh I, I think just in general the way that commercials will just uh do a weird character.
0: That, okay, let's talk about Jimmy Dean sausage.
1: <laughs> Are we going to talk about Jimmy Dean's uh, Bond experience? What? It was an Oh real? yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I'm talking about the Sun character in the Jimmy Dean okay. commercials. You know I'm, you I'm not a,
1: I haven't I don't think I've seen that.
0: Okay, well, it's a guy who it's like a guy in a like a sun caught like the, the oh soul. right <laughs> i don't know how to explain like the, no, no, the no. sun in the sky the,
1: the sun in the sky it's a big yellow ball and he like drives a car
0: well i don't know if he, I, I don't know if i've ever seen him drive a car doesn't
1: he have trouble like doing things no because he, he's in a sun
0: costume no he's some kind of weird guy who goes around and, uh, saying hey don't eat that fucking shitty toast have a jimmy dean breakfast bowl oh, okay So in one of the shorts, their shorts, (laughs) their shorts, yeah, it is established that the woman who's trying to who like burns her toes and he gives her the Jimmy Dean breakfast bowl is his wife. Yeah, and there's a few commercials with the two of them. Hmm. Uh, and then there's another one where the son goes to a restaurant mm-hmm. and he's like, "Hey, Jimmy Dean serves makes lunch products now, and they're better than this shit you're buying in the deli." <laughs> and he convinces the deli customers to eat Jimmy Dean instead. Yeah. So that's fine. He's going out spreading the word. It's not necessary for him to have a prior uh, relationship with these characters. Uh-huh. And then there's but then there's another one where it's just some he's just in some dude's house. Yeah. And there's he's it's not he's not married to that guy. He doesn't, he's not, it's not like he's going into a public space and, and pushing Jimmy Dean. He's just in a strange guy's house.
1: Were these people shocked to see him in their house? or
0: No, it's treated as totally normal. And it really bothers me that we know the relationship between the son and the woman. He's, they're married. Uh-huh. We know the relationship between him and the customers. He's just randomly accosting them with Jimmy Dean yeah. products. All of a sudden he's in this guy's house and I don't know what their relationship is
1: uh well I think that's equivalent to what's going on with Chang that's here, my point where he just pops in the window yeah. <laughs> maybe they're neighbors but I don't know have you popped in your neighbor's window to say ham hey, girl no I <laughs> exactly <have not. laughs> so that's not it's a heightened reality <laughs> exactly it's just a it's like a, a false friendly neighborhood <laughs> yeah uh and then we cut to uh so the teddy group is watching this yeah uh, they're actually watching an interview with oh, yeah, Chang that's what I'm about to say on um some show that's called celebrity blast yeah. That's the name of the show. I di- I recognize the lady, but I don't know. She must work for... I looked her up.
0: She's like an entertainment side host. Or yeah, something. I was going to say, she's an those. E person. Uh, and she and she reveals that Spielberg's on the phone to Chang.
1: Yeah, to for play- the color blue, blue. In the new Play-Doh movie. <laughs> Play-Doh as in the toy. Yeah. Which, I at first I thought, oh, the philosopher? Does he have a weird... <laughs> did about- he write about the color blue for some reason? Huh. <laughs> yeah. And then at the end, you you realize it's for the play the play-doh the play toy. Dough. play-doh yeah
0: play-doh not Plato. it's also not a dana play-doh bio- biopic no uh but they're watching it and uh oh and there's a great moment at the end here where she's can i get a ham girl and he does it and then he, he has that sort of classic false modesty thing where he's like <laughs> i don't was that even good i don't know <laughs> uh really well and stuff, in,
1: what really bothers you said a group is in the interview she says oh so you were a teacher at a community college and he says, yeah, but I was a loner. I didn't, yeah, have, any I didn't have any
0: friends. They, they all mocked me. I didn't like and, them.
1: And they're all kind of, I think they're just more upset that they didn't get mentioned on TV. Yeah. <laughs> than that Chang didn't consider them friends. Yeah. What do you think?
0: Uh, I think it's
1: a little both. Mm-hmm.
0: I think it's a little. I think. I think really, as it hurts their ego, they all looked down on Chang, uh-huh. and now they're the ones being looked down on, and it's just they're mm. they're feeling lower than Chang. True. True. Which no one wants to feel lower than Chang. Lower
1: than Chang is like an album title. Idea. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Or or like a shitty alt band in the nineties. So. Yeah.
1: We're lower than Chang. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> it's shite being Scottish. We're lower than Chang. <laughs> 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 okay. It's an alternate cut <laughs>
1: from transpotting. <laughs> Good.
0: Um. Oh, and uh, she, the Entertainment Tonight type host also has a great line. She says, he's on a rocket ship to eternal validation, <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty good.
1: Um, what? Go? So the, the group goes to the bar that Britta works at, the, the Vatican. Yeah,
0: which I believe is the same bar she's worked at all season long.
1: You I, have doubts. I feel like it's either a different bar or, or a different set for some reason. But whatever the case may be, they're there now. At Britta's place of employment, Brit Britta's not behind the bar. It's a it's a man who's behind the bar. Uh, they're having a drink. They're having a chat. A hangout. A fun time. Yeah. Uh, they're discussing how the school is probably better because Chang is gone, uh, including
0: insurance rates
1: have <laughs> gone way down. <laughs> Frankie says, uh, with him gone, the insurance premium goes down six <laughs> percent, and that feels like a lot
0: for one person. For one person.
1: Yeah. Uh, Annie mentions how she thought he would get famous for eating, eating someone. someone?
0: Which Chang has a history. He has eaten someone. Who did he
1: eat? His twin in utero. Oh, you're right. He ate
0: his twin in utero.
1: You're right. It I, I, was part
0: of Chang's backstory. <laughs> I guess that's
1: true. Uh, and then that's when Abed says, Oh, now I can get some go. space from my hard drive. And Britta says, <laughs> She says, Oh, Leonard's been in there a while. <laughs> yeah. You can use the ladies' room and I'll guard the door. Yeah. <laughs> How do, you, how do you feel about that? You're, I would call you a, a, a poop uh, a maestro. What would you call it? <laughs> I'm trying to give you a new title. It's not working.
0: Uh, bathroom maestro,
1: maybe? Sure. Uh, clear. i got to clear up some space in the hard drive. Yeah. Is that a good euphemism, or is, is I it think Brit it is, is the actually.
0: worst? I think it is, I like that as a euphemism for having to go to the bathroom, actually. Okay. Uh, I, I might use that in conversation. I'm also curious about what the bathroom setup here is, mm. because... Uh, it can't be that it's uh, individual bathrooms, or else Berta wouldn't need to stand guard, because there'd be like a lock. Mm. Um, so I'm. Th- well, I mean, I'm she's get- just
1: concerned for ch- for Leonard's smell. That's what I'm suggesting. Okay.
0: That or specifically the women's room doesn't have a lock. Mm. It's, it's gotta be the you, one of those.
1: You've things. recently experienced lock problems. There, there was a lock issue. I don't want that. to bring it up, but it's it's, not, it's, it's
0: timely. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this is, it's all over the internet already. Go listen to Popsicles
1: if you want. Yeah, rest you can find out what happened there. Uh, what was that, episode Why you
0: should never, ever, ever go into a Carl's Jr. for any reason.
1: Anyway, say. Uh, I also uh, think it's interesting. Do you think Leonard was hanging out with them? Or do you think Leonard hangs out there a lot? And they just happened to be there at the same time?
0: I don't think Leonard was hanging out with them. Hmm. I think he just coincidentally happened to be there at the same time. You
1: don't think he's a regular? He may
0: or may not be. Hmm. I don't have enough information to say. Okay,
1: okay. I just I like thinking about what Leonard's doing uh, when we don't see him.
0: Doesn't <laughs> he's everywhere. I love thinking about what Leonard's doing when we do see him. I love thinking about Leonard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's the best. He is. Uh, so we come to find out that this uh, footage that that Abed has mm-hmm. is from the film that was previously mentioned in season five. Yes, that he was writing first with Troy and then. With Buzz Hickey. With Buzz Hickey. Uh, Which it's here he just called, says. It's Police Justice is the name Police of it. That's how we know it's the same film, yeah. first of all, because that is, I believe, the same name yes. that's on the script that we see in season f- uh, five. Yes. And then. He says he got help from a real life former cop to write it. Yeah.
0: Which is weird. I mean, I guess Elroy and, and uh, no, Frankie's not in the room at this point because she's, she's outside She's out fetching. getting Maury. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess it's just Elra, but everyone else in the room knows who Buzz Hickey is. It's true. It's just weird that he would say it like that.
1: It is very strange how there. this is now the second reference to Buzz Hickey. Since we learned that, that, not,
0: that he may have passed.
1: Oh, what was the other? I'm, am what, I forgetting?
0: When she said, uh, oh, maybe not. You're right.
1: I'm thinking of just, we. The, yeah. there was the email yeah. in the email leak episode mm-hmm. that said Buzz Hickey's memorial service, which, from as far as the two of us can tell, means that he has died. Yes. Uh, which there is, is a
0: there is a faction on the internet that seems to believe he is now running memorial services, which I I feel like that's just
1: wishful thinking. I I feel like that's extremely wishful thinking. Yeah. But that doesn't stop me from being a little disappointed that we have not gotten full closure on whether on the group's feelings and all that. I like mean, we still uh, Troy is still out there being held by pirates, or just on an island lost. No, he was kidnapped by pirates. But the way that Frankie said it in that one episode was like. He's just lost. Like but we know, know he we we,
0: know, we from, know that from the film footage. Well the media has told us. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that pirates got him. Yeah. Uh but Britta would tell you. A lot of <laughs> Now A
0: lot of loose ends is the point
1: here. yeah, and just uh it just feels strange that he would say a real life former cop or ex cop instead of actually naming Buzz Hickey and and whether or not if he is canonically deceased according to that email. Then why that wouldn't be a sad moment or something. I mean, Abed, maybe he doesn't experience human emotions the way that we do, but uh, perhaps Annie or Britta would go, oh, or, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever they would say. Uh, especially Annie, because she was close mm-hmm. with Hickey. He was a teacher. She was the mentor-mentee relationship.
0: Yeah, they had the whole corkboard day. Yeah.
1: They learned a lot from each other. Uh, or
0: maybe, maybe... Due to the sort of pressure on the, the internal rules of the universe with Paget Brewster being here twice. uh Because the corkboard episode was also...
1: Paget Brewster's... Yeah. As, other, as the other character. Other character. So
0: maybe in some way that was... Uh, Abed
1: realized this.
0: Well, no. Maybe when, when Frankie appeared, because uh-huh. uh, we know when she called the, that character, some weird darkness happened. Yeah. Maybe Paget Brewster's one character frankie trying to contact the other yeah. created some kind of incident where the corkboard day was erased from history okay and therefore annie was not as close as, with hickey
1: or even because of its erasure from history some sort of hole opened and hickey fell into it
0: perhaps <laughs> i don't think any of this is true and now he's a it's centur- fun, roman centurion it's fun to
1: say <laughs> a thousand years ago
0: and annie's inside the pandora pandora <laughs>
1: And Jeff has to open it. Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is... <laughs> Shut Up, Canine, the show about Doctor Who. Good. I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, not Mickey?
1: Or Ricky? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that would be... Well, Shut Up, K9 is about... This would be more Shut Up, Mickey, which oh. is the show about new Doctor Who. Shut Up, Canine is about old Doctor
1: Who. Okay. Uh, funny that we are talking about Doctor Who because... This my eagle eye spotted when they're watching the Chank footage. We see the TV and we see the DVDs around the TV, and now it is fully established. That Doctor Who Doctor Who exist. exists in the Community that universe alongside been, Inspector Space. That has Space been Time. established. Mm. I think this makes this, it is fully the col- this is the
0: Colorado conversation again. It has been fully established before.
1: I don't ever recall them ever specifically mentioning Doctor Who or seeing Doctor Who paraphernalia in the Community <sighs> universe before this moment you
0: know it's a it's a it's it's illegal to sell doctor who but you can sell doctor who paraphernalia at head shops (laughs) (laughs) at who
1: shops (laughs) um Uh, but i feel yeah this is this is just uh uh, cementing it because in this room there are doctor who dvds Mm -hmm. or not this room but in the room that they're in in abed's apartment
0: well in this room as well but there's doctor Doctor who dvds
1: and an inspector space-time poster which I don't understand how those two things could coexist.
0: To, uh, how can Star Wars and
1: Star Trek coexist? Now you sound like one of the jocks. <laughs> <laughs> or wait, hold on. Let me. What's what did Abed say? Please
0: okay. don't.
1: Please don't say that. Oh, okay. Are, <laughs> how
0: can Star Wars and Hawk the Slayer exist?
1: Well, are you are you saying Inspector Space Time is a lesser version of Doctor Who? Perhaps. Perhaps it's a ripoff. Perhaps it's a knockoff. And Abed would be that into it. Yeah. Okay, I guess I don't
0: know. I was the type of person who would who would find the little joys and, and, and conclude that the knockoff is in fact better than the real version.
1: Okay. Uh, but I think when Inspector Space Time was created, it was meant to be a proxy for Doctor Who, not an alongside it.
0: Sure, but it can it can be both.
1: Well, I think it might have become that now unintentionally.
0: Uh, you're way up your own ass here, I think. <laughs> Doctor Who has existed in the community universe before. This is not a problem. <laughs>
1: all right you know what is a problem (laughs) what mcribs yeah it is (laughs) chang they they mention abed mentions that they only got five minutes of chang footage because he thought they were mcribs back again at mcdonald's and he has a real mcrib problem yeah let me tell you i have a mcrib problem too (laughs) i think everyone in this room has a mcrib problem yeah
0: even the dogs even the dogs (laughs) yeah uh now now what i'm curious is mm. if we can go back to when he was writing police justice yeah and find out logically then he would have been filming that and if that was in the november december McRib season what <laughs> <laughs> what, what would be the point of that To find out if it's accurate
1: i think that's way less of a concern than even when we were trying to figure out If other timelines matched up. (laughs) That's like the bottom of the concern list for timelines matching up. The McRib is is available for a very specific limited time in the year. Do we know that in Colorado that matches the same timeline as California's McRib timeline? I don't know. We'll have have to do some McRib research. (laughs) I wish we had McRibs all the time. That'd be great. Or at least longer than two months.
0: I would love to live in a world where you can get a McRib and a Shamrock Shake on the same goddamn day.
1: All right. (laughs) Uh, so then we're introduced to, uh, uh, Frankie has a producer friend. Yeah. Played, uh, named Maury. Played, and played, played by, by the great
0: Steve Guttenberg. Yeah, Steve Guttenberg. What are your thoughts on Steve
1: Guttenberg? Go, Sturv- Ber- f- uh, g- f- St- <laughs> Gurt, 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 Gert Frobe Steve- is a <laughs> <laughs> terrific American. No, um, I really enjoyed, do you remember his, his, uh, role in, in Party Down? Uh, yes. I he thought that was, was delightful there. Was great in that. And I think it actually uh, makes me like him more that he's, he's able to kind of play with this idea of what, what it means to be a Hollywood guy. Yeah. Because I think he's, he's not a Hollywood guy. Am I weird in saying that? Well, he was a big star in the 80s. Okay. He was huge. But, I, but something happened where he's not as huge. But I think he's still great. Yeah. I have fond memories of, of uh, the, the Disney's uh, Tower of, Hollywood Tower of Terror film where he is the main character i
0: don't know that film
1: uh because you don't like disney nah. uh but they were trying to uh make a sort of a, a canon- canonical story for the hollywood tower of terror
0: you know what i did probably watch steve gutenberg in as a kid what it takes two with mary kate and ashley yeah. olsen oh and okay steve Guttenberg.
1: i probably saw that too
0: he was in the big green he's very good in that
1: oh right 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 yeah um other than that, the most recent I think Steve Gutenberg film I'd ever, I've seen are the, is is The Boys from Brazil, hmm. where he plays a uh, 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 I believe he's a, a member of the media. He f- he figures out the the plot of Boys from Brazil involves uh, they're trying to get Hitler they're trying babies. to clone <laughs> Hitler, yeah. And uh, he figures it out, and I I believe he dies very quickly in the film.
0: Hey, spoilers! I have not seen it yet. Hey. I-
1: It's like on the cover, him dead.
0: (laughs) Uh, My most recent Steve Gutenberg experience was uh, Veronica Mars, which I I watched somewhat, I mean, like two years ago now, but- He's in the movie. More more recently, no, he was on the TV show. Oh, I thought he was also in the movie. He was, uh, I, listen, spoiler alarm, I don't don't know how it shakes out for him at the end of the TV show. I can't remember now, I can't remember, Juliana was watching- It it goes, listen, it goes, spoilers, it goes bad for him, I can't, okay, spoilers- Can't remember if it's fake? Well, here's the thing. Spoilers. If you have not seen season two of Veronica Mars, (laughs) spoilers ahead. I can't remember if he dies or goes to jail at the end. Oh, okay. Because it's revealed that he's kind of, not the big bad. He's shifty. Well, he's a pedophile. Oh. (laughs) He's more than shifty. He's a pedophile. Okay. And I believe at one point a plane explodes and they were worried that uh, Veronica Mars' dad was on the plane, but he Mm. was not. But I, and I believe Steve Gutenberg was on the plane, but I could be misremembering that. Whatever happened, it went, he was either in jail or dead at the end of the season. Okay, is the point. Okay. So that's uh, been Gutenberg times, the Gutenberg times. <laughs> Project, I can't think of a... <laughs> Project Project Gutenberg. Gutenberg. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we did it. Uh but I like him a lot. I enjoy him and I, I especially like this sort of uh latter career of his where he, he shows up on T V shows and is really good.
1: Yes. His character in this is called Maury. He's yeah. a former or just current Hollywood producer who's had to move out to Colorado for health reasons. Yeah. Uh and he tells Abed, If you can make an eighty one minute film
0: by Monday. By Monday, <laughs> yeah. I can
1: call some people and get it done. Yeah. Get it distributed.
0: Fast track, five hundred because it's
1: the ham girl guy. Yeah. Uh, and uh, one of the examples that he uses for, for repurposing footage to make a film, which I meant to look it up and I did not. Yeah. Uh, maybe you know more cause you know this actor better than me. Okay. Vin Diesel. Yeah. He said, have you heard of 1996's happy pants? Yeah.
0: That's not a real film.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, and they say no. And he says, well, Vin Diesel's roommate did and yeah. he's got $500,000. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> that's a good bet.
0: hmm. Uh, uh jesse eisenberg we were just talking about him earlier he he got into, he sued some people for trying to do that to him there's a movie called camp hell mm. which he had been in before he was famous and then they put him all over the cover and he was not happy oh okay camp hell jesse <laughs> eisenberg uh I mean, they do
1: that all the time that yeah. is a it's a very famous uh, so
0: who, who could forget tom hanks in,
1: in mazes and monsters there it is <laughs> and who can forget um ah shoot what is his Here name There we go who's the little guy Bring from from hunger games little guy peter malark what is his real name oh josh Josh hutcherson I yeah i'm he,
0: embarrassed myself that i know that only because i think he's terrible he hosted snl once and he was garbage ooh. he was he's a sack of mud he's <laughs> just nothing no personality to that man and he, I, don't, I don't think he
1: should be famous. So he got big on Hunger Games, and then they released a film of his, I think, from one or two years before, along him and Hayden Panettaire. Yeah. The film was called The Forger.
0: Mm, Bradley Cooper and Case 39, Oh, example. you did it, you did it! That's a good one.
1: I forgot all about that. Yep uh anyway yeah, they do it all the time yeah that's what we're saying
0: uh there's two 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 recurring bits that first appear in this scene that i'm gonna bring up okay which is uh Fr- britta complains about the police uh at one <laughs> point and uh andy shuts her up by just saying pay your rent which is kind of mean right
1: <laughs> well especially since we're now all on board everyone is above board and knows that it's britta's parents yeah paying the rent yeah so why doesn't andy just go to her parents
0: well, I I think I, I think I think Annie's just being a dick and reminding Britta that she she can't pay her own rent, okay, yeah. and holding it above her. It seems very cruel to me.
1: Uh, I you know I feel it. Yeah. I feel it. I'm on Annie's side.
0: Well, I'm on Britta's
1: side. Okay, we'll pay her rent. <laughs>
0: well, that <laughs> screw you. <laughs> but that's such a that's a such a bad thing to do to a friend to say. Oh, sure, you can. Uh, I I will help you through this hard time, and then constantly give them shit about it. That's not how you treat a friend. <laughs>
1: It's not like she's kicking her out.
0: All uh, right. <laughs> and Britta already pulled the... Never, never borrow money from Andrew. That's what we're learning here today. <laughs> Britta
1: pulled that party nonsense a couple of weeks back. That is true. And, uh, you know, they had their female friends moments. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a continuation of their female friends storyline. I
0: suppose. Uh, and then, of course, also uh, Chris Pratt is brought up here. Oh, my God. And we so learned many times. Jeff's uh, resentment of Chris Pratt. Let me ask you this. Do you think this is a meta commentary on Joel McHale's resentment of Chris Pratt? No. Because I'll tell you something.
1: You think that's real?
0: Well, I, I, in a weird way, and I love Chris Pratt, don't get me wrong. Sure. And I love Chris Pratt in Guardians of the Galaxy. But I, have I said, love
1: Chris Pratt in Parks and Rec.
0: And I've, But I've said previously, and I think I still stand by it, Joel McHale would be a better Star-Lord than Chris Pratt. Especially if you read the comics. I've said that before. I stand by it. I think Joel McHale would be a better Peter Quill than Chris Pratt was. Do you think and I really like Chris Pratt as Peter Quill. I think he does a great job. I think Joel McHale will be better.
1: Do you think Joel McHale knows that you think that he would be a better <laughs> Star-Lord? Because I think that's the only way that he would be mad at Chris Pratt. <laughs> if he knows that you personally believe that well, and, then, the and, believes, and believes it as well.
0: I can't be the only one who thinks that. <laughs> you are I don't think take I it I am. to Twitter I don't think I am we're gonna figure it out well here's the thing you can't you can't cause no matter how many times I say it no one will believe that I genuinely do love Chris Pratt as Peter Quill sure I think he's great mm. I understand Joel McHale will be slightly better, but if I put that on Twitter, I'll be. It would go through the translator in people's minds, and it would be me. Hate Chris Pratt. It would be me, like as a giant monster, stomping (laughs) on Chris Pratt, being like "fuck you." Uh It would. There's no. There's no way people can't be reasonable about this. It's true. It's true. Uh, but I can't be the only one who feels this way. And I think, I think on some, well, here's, I'm not even that specifically, but I, I, I think, uh, I think on some level, there are a lot of roles that Chris Pratt is getting that Joel McHale could get. I mm. think, I think there's a there. There is some intersection there where yeah. they're, they're there charming, uh, good looking, uh, people from NBC comedy shows that were on at the same
1: time. <laughs> are you going to see adult beginners? You love Nick Kroll. I do love Nick Kroll. Joel McHale's in it. And Joel McHale's in it. Rose Byrne, I think you like her. Yeah, she's in your Smades. Yeah, she's, she's in Smades. She's in Spy. She must be a big Feige fiend.
0: She's she's good in X Men First Class, even though the movie is there. You go, More Taggart. Terrible, I feel. I, I pulled that name out. Mick oh, Taggart.
1: Mick Taggart, excuse me. She's Irish.
0: <laughs>
1: she didn't have the accent. Uh, yeah, good. <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't know how we got started on that. Oh, Joel McHale and Chris Pratt. Yeah. What I think is going on is is uh this because Dan come, Harmon
0: hates Chris Pratt.
1: I don't think he hates him. I think he's just mystified by him as Joel Mc, as Jeff is. Yes. Um, Jeff is 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 kind of like he looks at him like an idol, but then also as he wants to be him. Yeah. Like in the bad way. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe Dan Harmon has part of that where he looks at Chris Pratt and he says like, "How is this guy so good?" and can I be this guy <laughs> even though I'm not him? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I think it, that's the, you know, from the, from the mouth of Harmon.
0: Yeah. <laughs> a lot of feelings towards Chris Pratt all over the spectrum. Um, uh, this is yeah. also a uh, uh, great, uh, get some gaggoos in there. <laughs> oh my God.
1: <laughs> gaggoos is great.
0: Yeah. Elroy reveals that he's got some gaggoos. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Elroy's <laughs> speech at this scene is so amazing. Yeah. Uh, he so he says he's got some gagus from a gingivitis commercial.
0: Yeah, well, a mouthwash commercial. Mouthwash commercial. They scrapped the gagus, but he won the rights back for his gingivitis bumps. Or That's whatever amazing. He
1: them. And then he says, "But you know, it's really mysterious.
0: I, I, he, I don't know if this will help, but this <laughs> was, uh, I don't know if this
1: will help." But and he pulls out a a, a pool ball. Yeah. Uh, you know, around a billiard ball. A billiard ball, and it's an orange three. Green. It's a green. It's three. a green three. Someone, Excuse me.
0: Someone's colorblind. <laughs> this is
1: proven. It's a green three. And he says, "You know what's weird is that there is no green 3 in Billy." <laughs> yeah,
0: there's a green 16 and a green something else I know what
1: he says. <laughs> he said, "Where did this come from? And why was it in my RV?" What sport is it from? <laughs> he said,
0: "What sport is it from?"
1: <laughs> and that's that's great. Yeah. This is Elroy can't leave crushing
0: it. Week in, week out. Keith David, we love you. We 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 love you and they live. I'm going to I'm going to force that opinion upon Andrew. All right. Uh, i'll allow it but and he's on another other... show do you know he's also on another show right now what he's on that comedy central show big time holly in hollywood oh, big florida. time
1: happy fun time florida yeah Tom? i hear it's good i have not seen it i didn't like the trailers i'm sorry
0: i i've heard it's good i have not seen the trailers mm-hmm. i was just flipping channels one one day mm-hmm. and i
1: saw i saw a little
0: splash of keith david on my screen
1: anyway if he doesn't return
0: for, for whatever comes seven.
1: next season seven or the movie yeah whatever happens next I will legitimately be upset. Yeah. I I didn't even love Buzz Hickey this much. Elroy is so good. Yeah, he's pretty he's phenomenal. He's a great character. Yeah. <laughs> he's a good American. He's a great American. <sighs> okay, we're uh, we're barely into this episode. I know. we got <laughs> um, to get going. So here.
0: then the, uh, Abed has reservations about making this film. He doesn't want to make a bad thing. He says we can only make it if it's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, he begrudgingly agrees, at which point Elroy has the line that was in the trailer. A great line. All right, let's crap out this piece of crap. <laughs> no, man, so and that, that attitude worries me.
1: <laughs> that attitude worries me. Yeah. Uh, so then the film begins. So the film is titled Chief Star and the Raiders of the Galaxy. Yeah. Clearly a, I mean, name-wise, kind of Guardians of the Galaxy-esque. And
0: Raiders of the Lost Ark.
1: Yeah. And uh, Star is in there, Chief Star, which Star because, Lord.
0: Because at one point... At one point, Chang said star so they can bring in a, I'm chief star, <laughs> yeah. and I'm a star.
1: <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. So they are, um, as we're describing it, this entire film, which they are filming new sci-fi footage. to. Yeah, the to, footage
0: they have is Chang at a desk saying like five lines and yeah. talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. And the
1: having a non sequitur moment where he's like, What's, what is this movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is non-scripted, so yeah. it's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, so they're they're working around that. They're yes. they're they're cutting him into the footage. They're using body doubles in the form of the dean wearing a wig, which yep. is disturbing in a way. <laughs> and uh, they're just basically trying to make make which a movie. Which is out fitting of, because yeah.
0: previously Chang wore a, a dean bald cap. Yeah,
1: that's so that's interesting. it's Full circle. Except Dean looks so wrong in a in that <laughs> wig.
0: It's a little freaky.
1: Now, oh, I have a theory. What's that? To put to you. Uh, and I I don't think this is true. Okay. I think it's just a theory. <laughs>
0: Good way to start a theory. Uh,
1: w- what if they started to write this episode believing that Ken Jeong was going to leave the show? Yeah. So that's why he goes off to Hollywood. So they, they're believing that he's out of the show. I don't but think then, this is true. No, <laughs> no, no. But then here's where it would get meta and amazing. Part of the joke is that the only footage of Chang that they have to use in this episode is that footage <laughs> of Offense. Like, get yeah. it? That would be, I think that's a great meta joke that could have happened if he actually left the show. If reality had been different. If reality had been different, if Ken Jeong was leaving the show and this is how they sent him off, they didn't have the end scene where he comes back, spoilers for the end of the episode. But uh, they just, he was off in Hollywood.
0: But as we know, Ken Jeong is the one cast member who has specifically said, no matter what, he's never leaving the show. I don't believe that though,
1: because he has Dr. Ken coming well, in to see this if, fall if
0: keith david can be on big time in hollywood yeah, but fl keith and david community. isn't the
1: star he isn't mr big time in big time florida I dr ken is about ken jeon i Jiang haven't seen the show i don't know that as an actor man <laughs> no big time it focuses on like two guys who want to make a movie oddly enough and so they're making it somewhere and cuba gooding jr is like their producer and he's always yelling at them that's the trailer that i saw there's I a thought monkey they were
0: involved in drugs
1: There's probably drugs involved, but they're making a movie and the movie stars a monkey in the trailer. The monkey kisses a woman. No. Okay, then I'm out. (laughs) Uh,
0: Okay, so then they're filming the scene. We see Jeff and Britta come in.
1: So part of the the way that they edit this, I think is really great. Yeah, we see what the movie looks like. Exactly. And yeah. then we, we hear cut, and it goes back, and we see all the background stuff that's happening, all the green screens, yeah. all the crew members, and and uh, Abed or someone will give some instruction or have a little sideline, and then we go back into the film. Yeah. So that's kind of a, I think that's a fun way of doing the edit of this.
0: It's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff and Berta come in. Jeff is the mayor of Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> no, the mayor of space, <laughs> sir. I'm just always thinking about uh, the Andy Daly character, <laughs> Chip Gardner, who is running for mayor of Hollywood, Hail Satan um sorry he's the mayor of space
1: yeah not brit the senator but the mayor yeah brit is his daughter his daughter the princess yeah princess meridian meridian britanna yeah <laughs> whatever that means I, yeah. is she changing her name i is don't she know <laughs> trying to add to it yeah who knows
0: she, yeah you know she looks good in that costume that's all i'm gonna say
1: <laughs> all right uh, also, what do you think? So Jeff is trying to be the, the Chris Pratt character, except they've got him as an old man, kind of, with, yeah. with, with abs, well, I think which is something want... you like.
2: <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just making wrestler jokes. He's <laughs> okay. an old man with abs. <laughs> okay. If they've got him in a, like a white haired wig. With, well, I he think he looks a bit like uh, like uh, Rick from Rick and Morty. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I think that's
0: Jeff wanting to be the Chris Pratt guy and Abed wanting him to be the old man. And that's what happened. Okay uh but so so they're they're being attacked glip uh, glop is in this scene yes uh and uh there's a great so they're so britta is looking at the tennis ball britta is, is the one who actually knows what's going on she's looking at the tennis yeah. ball but jeff is looking at garrett lambert who is holding the tennis ball and who mm. is portraying glip yeah He's the, the voice and the action. Yeah, so he's the anti-circus of, of Greendale. Yes. Um, Abed corrects them. And then, I don't know if you caught this, when they when they go by the take, Jeff is still not looking oh, at no. the tennis
1: ball. Yeah, I thought you were going to mention, uh, did you see what the tennis ball is attached to? Uh, some kind of stick. It's a long-handled plunger. There's a plunger at the <laughs> end right. of this long stick. <laughs> yeah. This is like the longest plunger I've ever seen in my life. It's taller than Garrett. Yeah. I don't understand what you would need that long of a plunger for. Big toilet. <laughs> you think they have that big of a toilet deal? I think they got some off-brand plungers and they just never thought to, you know, send him to the wood shop to get shaved down.
0: Yeah. Uh but yeah, so the uh, Jeff actually gets worse on the second take cuz he was looking looking at several different places for I didn't Grip-Glop. catch that.
1: And uh Glipglop's catchphrase is duba Yuba-duba-duba. <laughs> duba Yeah. Good and stuff. he's a very bad CGI character because he is an adapted form of gingivitis from from uh from uh, Elroy's uh, mouthwash commercial.
0: Yes. Uh, so then, uh, Ch- so, in the movie, people are kidnapped. Chang has to go looking for them.
1: Uh, yes, it's kind of... Uh, the plot is a little hard to follow. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. It's... Um, and because it's improvised, they re- they reveal. Yes. It's partly scripted, partly... In- mostly improvised. Yes. <laughs> and uh, they just basically have set pieces and, and vague dialogue. Uh, it's It starts out, Chang is the pilot of the ship. It's getting attacked. Uh, everyone has to go to an escape pod uh somehow chang gets out of that unscathed but he has to go find his friend so he goes to a bar uh-huh. a la uh the cantina from
0: yeah so i wrote i wrote that it's actually it is it's a cool looking cantina actually is i thought it was genuinely cool looking uh-huh.
1: what room setup. was that is that like the it was the, the science common lab. room with it was the... a science lab oh, because the there's science a, lab.
0: they have like a table with beakers on it you
1: see oh Openport. you're right
0: um Really cool. I I, know, I mean, I know it's a, just a straight-up Star Wars ripoff, mm. but I think more sci-fi movies should have a cantina scene. Yeah. Because it's always fun to see. Uh,
1: and so the way that they established this is that um, uh, fr- we view Chang walking from either the back of his head, which is the Dean in a yeah. wig, or they just zoom in on his face and green screen that into <laughs> so motion. It's like
0: he's looking around
1: the yeah as he's kind of like yeah. hustling in a weird way yeah uh,
0: and then of course him leaving his office is they just he just sort of like a south park character almost <laughs> so he just kind of bumps up and down out of the office yeah uh
1: and he meets uh chief star meets Elroy's character which is a is minotaur, minotaur man but
0: also a robot kind of also a robot kind of
1: uh also <laughs> he gives weirdly, him a phone
0: gun <laughs> yeah because Chang holds a phone so that can be the gun uh-huh uh, a weird, actually, uh, a, a little bit of a Harmontown reference, I would say, mm. and that at one point, uh, when they were playing Pathfinder, part of their storyline was going to a Minotaur to find some people. Oh, you're right.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um,
0: and... then, uh, Magnitude comes in dressed as a carrot, because as it has been established, uh, that's what that, they have. That's, those are the costumes they have. Uh, Chang shoots him with his phone gun. <laughs> uh-huh. uh Magnitude is very careful to look back at the couch to make sure he's falling safely. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, and, uh, and all the while frankie is playing steel drums as some kind totally of totally pays off yep uh then she tries to assassinate
1: chang yeah she, he takes her out which all right it, i think he's he's clearly just improvising this line he's like it's the wild west <laughs> yeah. it's the wild west in space yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing good stuff uh then we have a another sort of star warsy scene where they're in a hallway fighting off some robots. yes
1: uh wait let me check my notes okay yeah i just don't have notes there okay
0: um okay. i thought i was missing something but no it's you're right <laughs> uh, I, uh, in the previous scene by the way annie had walked in uh britta was upset that she was very wearing a very sexy outfit uh she felt yes. it was degrading uh, well but and it's it, also established that Britta's character and annie's character are sisters
1: well Br- annie's character is a space android yeah a pleasure robot a pleasure robot who then becomes an assassin yes so even though jeff says in that scene that they're sisters yeah. and that is one of his daughters i think perhaps she's adopted well no, i think he's, I, he android. says i made her oh okay he made her yeah oh, i didn't catch that line
0: which kind of makes the incest make sense like if you make a pleasure robot
1: but what would you make a pleasure robot for a friend that's a little weirder
0: uh, yeah but that's what i'm <laughs> saying like it's
1: you can. No, I really want. Would you make a pleasure robot for a friend? Are you trying to get me to
0: make you a pleasure robot?
1: Look, I'm not saying that I need one. I'm, of
0: the two of us, which one needs a pleasure robot? Should I make you one?
1: Was that weird? I'd do it for you. Listen, I'd feel a little dirty.
0: If you make a pleasure robot. Either you, I mean, if you make one, I just say if you should if you make one pleasure robot, yeah, because it could be you work at the factory, but that's well, not that's the implication. In the future. No, this is the
1: implication is that you personally made this yeah. one.
0: If you make a pleasure robot, it's for you to fuck, right? <laughs> we earned it. Earn the explicit tag. <laughs> that's what that's what you make a pleasure robot for. Yeah. So then the incest scene later kind of makes sense, even though she's technically in a way his daughter. Yeah. We're 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 in a weird place now.
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, I think they were just going for a weird Star Wars reference, but who knows? Yeah, who could say? Uh, so they're fine. I mean, that also gives the good Steve Gutenberg line. Uh, it's, like, yeah, it's it's like, like Chinatown, Chinatown in but, but in space. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he his reactions are amazing. Oh, throughout I wrote that entire... down. I wrote Murray reacts. I know it comes later, but <laughs> yeah, it's well, so it comes great. pretty soon actually. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Later ish. Uh, later in this very scene. Yeah,
0: but so they're, they're getting outnumbered by the robots. So Annie has to improvise. She pulls a later bomb out of her boobs, <laughs> which much, Brit is much to by. British chagrin. Yeah, oh. uh, th- tosses in the robots, and then the the you know the boss robot comes through it, and he's <laughs> he's saying. The catch yuba dooba dooba. yuba dooba dooba. And Jeff
1: says, hold on. Why dooba is everyone who's not a human saying Yuba-duba-duba? Dooba? <laughs> apparently Garrett just ad-libs, because Maybe I'm it's a, a d- spy? spy? Yes, and then they I'm kill a him. spy.
0: I'm an evil spy.
1: <laughs> kill Glip-Clop. <laughs> they kill Glip-Clop. And glop. then and and run then, and away and from the
0: boss Well, that, yeah. that's when we have Murray's first reaction, which is great. He's just shocked. And he says, Glip-Clop was a spy? Fantastic stuff. And then they run into the garbage room very straight up out of Star Wars. Which in, in Greendale is a room full of Frisbees. The Frisbee
1: room. Do you yeah. think that is actually where they put all the Frisbees? Yes. Or do you think... Okay, good. Yes. Me too. I think Because I laughed solution. so hard when I saw that that was the room that they landed in, yeah. and then I thought, that's perfect. Of yeah. course, they have... It's just the room yeah. full of Frisbees. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course,
0: classic uh, Star Wars thing. The walls are coming in. Monster pops out. In this version, they just shoot the monster,
1: though. Well, and then Jeff says, is there a monster here? Yeah. <laughs> and then a sock puppet pops up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then they're worried. How are they going to get out of this? Uh, and then Chang pops up out of the frisbees and says, "I'm the hero." <laughs> and, then they also, and they also they say, yeah, And that's they're saved. <laughs> they're saved. <laughs> and Murray reacts. And Murray reacts, says, "Yeah, they made it."
1: Uh-huh. Murray's really selling it. Good stuff. Uh, so in that scene where they where they cut back to Murray watching the film, uh, we see. I think that's where we first see Garrett. Uh, basking in the fame of clip. Well,
0: plot. that's the little. That's a little after. this. Is that later? Because it's after the film was finished when they're talking about what they should cut.
1: Oh, you're right. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Uh, I missed. I have my note here about Leonard. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so we have the final, the, the climax of the film.
1: Uh, it's Leonard.
0: Yeah, Leonard is Dracula, who is the bad guy. In this film. <laughs>
1: space Dracula. He or whatever. says he
0: feels the force, and then clearly someone off screen tells him they can't do that. So he says, "Oh, I don't. I'm not allowed to feel the force. I feel." jack dracula senses
1: (laughs) he says dracula force at first and then he switches to dracula sense yeah
0: uh chang shows up Mm -hmm. or dean shows up and then very conspicuously sits down to match chang yeah um they they have a a very very slow gunfight
1: yeah well because leonard can't move that fast (laughs) (laughs)
0: um and then leonard pops chang right in the chest he gets him yeah it's pretty gnarly yeah very unexpected it blows a hole in him which much to maury's shock
1: (laughs) yeah and uh chang his his final words as he dies are his 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 uh off script what is my motivation what am i feeling right now (laughs) and And, then he uh, fades away and uh, (laughs) And we we see leonard Leonard (laughs) Leonard has a single tear yeah oh
0: man fantastic maury loves it But he says... uh, It's 87 minutes. It's 87 minutes. He needs it to be 81. Mm -hmm. So they're talking about what they can cut. Everybody instantly zeroes in on Jeff's death scene.
1: Yeah. Which we didn't see. No, uh, and this is where we see Garrett basking in the fame of...
0: Well, yeah, because at one point he says, Jeff says, why don't we cut out the... The glip glop getting married The the marriage sequence on glip glop's planet. Yeah. Uh, Elroy says, no, no, we can't get rid of that. And then we see Garrett in sunglasses. Sunglasses. A scarf. And, and a, a T-shirt, a
1: shirt that says hashtag Who is Glibklop? Yeah,
0: how is that not the hashtag for this episode? I'm gonna
1: make it happen. <laughs> yeah, who is Glibklop? Who is it's amazing?
0: <laughs> Which again, they're like leading into the like he was a spy, so they're he's trying to create some mystery. It's exactly. It's great. Um, uh, Jeff doesn't want them to cut his death scene though. Yeah. So he distracts them by saying, "We gotta go take care of that hornet's nest." Mm. Steals Abed's computer, and then Abed sort of reaches, reaches out. out to to the space where the computer was. It's a lot of fun.
1: Uh, so Jeff, uh, what it turns out is that when he filmed his, his uh, clearly improvised death scene, he got really into the character and he believed it to be good. Yeah. And, and he felt good about himself for having it. And then when he's confronted with everyone saying, no, let's cut it. It's worthless. Yeah. Uh, it hurt him. Yeah. On the inside. Yeah. And so when he steals the laptop, he's going to cut other parts of the film so that he can save his part, but he doesn't know how to edit a film. So he's in the frisbee room
0: looking at kyle biederman's editing uh tutorial
1: yeah on youtube which we we, we did some research i don't think this is the same kyle. you do
0: you do not think yeah but uh,
1: i th- i think it's open for interpretation yeah and i'd love to get confirmation yeah uh
0: well what we're talking about of course is so kyle biederman is the uh, announces himself as the man doing this editorial edit, editing tutorial he says he says
1: i'm kyle biederman yes that kyle biederman yeah uh, uh, so, so we
0: thought, is this is this maybe the same guy who taught Troy the friendship handshake? Yeah,
1: from the episode Cooperative Polygraphy, yes, from uh, season uh, five. Fumpf. And uh, that was the the YouTube blog or whatever they called it, Fun for Friends. Yeah, and uh, it, when we see that video of of uh, the handshake, yeah, it's Kevin and Kyle. Yes, there is a Kyle there, but he doesn't speak. No, so we can't even vo- voice match. No. We can't even use technology.
0: No, we cannot.
1: Because we only get a voice of Kyle in the second instance and a picture of Kyle in the first one. That's true. That's it. That's all I got. Okay. That's all I got. Let's wrap up that investigation. Uh, yeah. That's... But I'd love to get any kind of, uh, confirmation on that. Yeah. Because that'd be interesting. Uh, I would too. Do you have a problem with what Abed says here in just a moment? What does Abed say? Remind me. So, Abed, there's some knocking at the door. Jeff says, go away. And then all of a sudden there's rustling in the Frisbees. Abed pops up, says something, I can't remember, goes back, and he pops up the second time. He says, Bazinga. He does say Bazinga. How do you feel? Are you okay? Do we need to (laughs) get you an ice pack? Well, I I mean, it's just a sort of surprise noise. For those who don't know. For those unaware. uh, Bazinga. Uh, was the catchphrase. Is? Or is. I don't know if he still says it.
0: I don't know who says it even. I know it's one of the dorks on
1: that show. Sheldon? Yeah, that's his name. I don't know which one is Sheldon. He's the one that you hate the most. Jim Parsons? Yes. Okay. Jim Parsons' character Sheldon. Yeah, it's Sheldon. On Big Bang Theory, a CBS comedy, question mark? (laughs) Sick. Uh, He has this catchphrase where uh, he would, as a joke, like as a a fake out noise, he would say bazinga. Mm -hmm. And there is a, a famous scene that I know of in the show where he's in a ball pit and he pops up out of the ball pit and says Bazinga, much like Abed does in this moment. Oh, so this beat. is a specific reference. This is to a, a very spe- In the CFL terms, he would get points for this. Well, I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: You know what's a curious, it's a curious thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm interested to know why Abed's referencing it. I'm yeah. interested to know why the writers wrote it. Yeah. Because we know Community in the past has had some friction with the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Is this an olive branch?
1: I don't know if this is an olive branch or a way of them saying we don't need to hate you anymore yeah. because we we're free. Yeah, <laughs> like we're yeah. we're free from the shackles of yeah. of appointment television. Yeah, uh, we we have joined the internet. Yes, you uh, know, or you know, I, you know, I someone
0: recently in my life for some reason I have started referencing things that I hate <laughs> when the opportunity arises. Huh. I found myself saying are gonna die. <laughs> uh,
1: and maybe no! maybe no Listen. What? Maybe uh, This is this is terrifying. Well it's I don't Why are you quoting him?
0: I, I he don't, must not be named. I don't know. Yeah, I think because on some level it's kind of it's kind of a thrill to quote something terrible just you know and and i think part of it is i have long had a had a fascination with heel wrestlers with bad guy wrestlers and i feel like quoting something really terrible is kind of a fun way to be a heel wrestler in real life is you can it's you know you can troll the room (laughs) you can say we're gonna die and everyone groans and you say yeah i made you groan (laughs) uh so maybe on some level Abed is doing that
1: okay i i don't know i don't know what to think I just know that I kind of. Uh, well, yeah, uh, I
0: mean, maybe that's maybe maybe we're supposed to be having this conversation. Maybe this is just something, uh, just oh uh, uh, maybe maybe someone in the writers' room was like, "That'll, that'll fucking get him." That, well, here's, no one's gonna know what to think of this.
1: Here's what I'm gonna tell you: This was in the trailer. It was him saying "Bazinga." It's true. Which I hoped it was gonna be something a payoff, but it's not a payoff in the way that I wanted. Yeah.
0: But I think it's just it's just it's something that makes you think, which I think is not a bad thing to throw into a show every once in a again.
1: Alrighty then. So the, they Jeff and Abed come to terms. Mm-hmm. Jeff says, "You're all going to leave and be successful, and I'm going to be stuck here because yeah. I can't even act in a dumb bad movie." Yes, and, and he's going to be president. Pratt, he says, <laughs> "Yeah, and he's going to be president." Chris Pratt's always going to be better than me. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's very obsessed with Chris Pratt, which Abed says, "Hey, stop that. It's not healthy." And also, uh, this is a bad movie, and I know it. But every once in a while something amazing happens, like when Annie reaches into her boobs and pulls out a laser bomb. Yeah. God did that. <laughs> I love I love here's what I love about that line. Yeah. This is how Abed believes in God. <laughs> yeah. In movie improvis- improvisations in movies. Yeah.
0: Or not even necessarily improv- improvisations, but just even when you're making a bad movie, something good can happen.
1: Yeah. I'd love I'd love for him and Shirley to talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> I think Shirley would be happy. Yeah, in a weird way. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's a fun. You know, that's a, I like that as a fun thing that they can reference to is every once in a while, Annie reaches into her boobs yeah. and something good happens. <laughs> it's not dirty, but it is a little. Yeah. It's uh, a
0: lot like, actually, I recently read David Lynch's uh, book, Catching the Big Fish. I don't oh, know if you heard of it. No. And he kind of talks about that in making movies. It's, it's a lot of acting and reacting, and, and you're creating scenes, and then one thing inspires you to do another thing. Mm-hmm. And he talks about how often even uh, if a movie doesn't necessarily come out good overall, you can have moments like that. He's kind of talking about the same thing. He doesn't say someone reaches into their boobs and pulls out a laser bomb, yeah. but it, it's a it's a very similar thing.
1: Uh, all right, so uh, he attributes they... it
0: to the unified field, though, not to God.
1: Okay, fun. <laughs> this has been David Lynch time. So Abed and uh, Jeff, yeah, they decide Jeff's scene can go,
0: w- but... which was seven and a half minutes. Yeah, six, six S- and a half.
1: Six and a half is what I said. So they need to replace Listen thirty to the seconds. I said
0: six and a half. So they need they need to add thirty seconds to get it to eighty one. You're rubbing your shoulder against the microphone. Everyone heard that. Sorry. Uh, so I, I be-
1: I, was it better or worse than sneezing into the microphone? <laughs> uh,
0: probably better okay uh yeah then the obits the, is like I, the, just the thing
1: so there's the premiere we've already seen the supposed ending yeah but now there's there's new more we're gonna see new footage
0: because jeff's character previously told chang's character he'll see you in hell
1: yeah and he was concerned that that was the last line he's saying to him if yeah. they don't have this uh torture scene yeah so after chang after chief star dies yeah we see him sitting at a at a rock in hell. Yep, sitting at a rock. That's so good. <laughs> uh, the The mayor, Jeff's mayor character, walks up and says, "I told you I'd see you in hell." And look who else is here? <laughs> who else is here?
0: <laughs> and glipclop shows up,
1: and everyone goes crazy. Everyone loves. Maury loses his Huge mind. pop for Glip <laughs> I love it. I like. Yeah. I what I like is that Glipclop can be a fun character even if he is a spy. Yeah, like, people still love we glip-clop. can love him even if he is an evil spy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. Yeah amazing uh good stuff uh so then they that was the premiere at greendale yep maury's gonna make that call he's getting a call yeah and he said he has a series of questions which i wrote down the first two at least because they're great so he gets on the phone he's like oh these are gonna be the producers or the distributors he answers he says what's chapter 11 yeah which if you don't know that's bankruptcy yes that's bad and then he says what's youtube (laughs) yeah What's broadband? (laughs) what's broadband
0: and eventually what's digital (laughs) yeah
1: so pretty great yeah uh, uh, and then,
0: So then Annie looks up to see what happened, mm. and Chang has been involved in some co- sort of scandal. Yes, and here's the line. Yeah. that We had trouble listen- hearing the first time.
1: Uh, this is the line that Elroy delivers yeah. upon seeing whatever image or news article they are sh- passing around on a phone. Mm-hmm. I'll never look at a hot air balloon the same way again, or James Franco's balls. Yeah. So we don't know what Chang did. Something involving a hot air balloon and James Franco's balls. Perhaps... Do you want to even hear this theory? Uh, A hot air balloon that
0: was made of James Franco's balls, or made to look like it? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. How would he have identified that as James Franco?
0: I wouldn't put it past James Franco to be involved. Oh, okay. In some kind of art project. (laughs) You know what? I could see James Franco making a hot air balloon out of his own balls. I like (laughs) that now.
1: I like that. Yeah. Do you think Chang approached Franco or Franco approached Chang?
0: I think they were at a party. <laughs> they started talking. Franco heard
1: Ham Girl in the corner. They <laughs> yeah. looked. They met eyes across the yeah. room. They started and they talking. Just started talking, and this
0: idea just sort of grew out of that. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. Good.
1: You know what? I could. I would enjoy seeing Ken Jeong in a in a James Franco. You know, testicle balloon. Uh, no, no, no. In a f- film with James Franco. Oh yeah. And Seth Rogen and the rest of them.
0: I mean, he's been in a film with Seth Rogen.
1: Well, but I mean, with also James Franco. Yeah.
0: They're a good... Did Ken Jeong not show up when this is the end at some point?
1: I've never seen it, so I wouldn't know.
0: I'm asking myself. Good. What do you have to say about that? Well, I don't recall. So I'm Shouldn't gonna have ask to yourself. look then. it up on the internet.
1: Uh, but he... And I don't know
0: if it's gonna be under actor or self.
1: Okay, good. So uh, here's a, another... I mean, Ken Jeong could have appeared in uh, what was that one called? The Interview. I think in a weird capacity, but he didn't. So while you're looking at that up, yep. So we get to the we now see uh, Chang. He's doing the voice work for the for the film, The Color Blue, uh, which we now know deals with the Play-Doh toy because the line that Chang is being told to say, I
0: will go on record that I always assumed it was the Play-Doh toy.
1: Okay. I'm just a little smarter than you. What Uh, what I was going to say, I'm a little smarter than you because I think of Plato the philosopher before a Plato toy.
0: Well, I'm a little smarter than you because when they say he's playing the color blue, I know that that's not to do with Plato the philosopher. And you didn't. So. (laughs) And I know that only the true knowledge comes from knowing that you know nothing, which is a Play-Doh thing. Oh, boy.
1: Okay. (laughs) So the line that Chang is supposed to read for this film, uh, which evidently is an animated film, Mm -hmm. uh, is hold on, Slinky. But he's supposed (laughs) to say it in a funny voice. Yes. uh, Much like the Ham Girl. Yeah. Uh, So do you think this is kind of more like a Toy Story type of movie, but Spielberg's directing it? Maybe. Okay. Okay. So... He's doing the line, but he's. This is probably like the twentieth time. You know, we don't really get a, a sense, but we get the sense that Chang is tired of doing the line. Yes, he's just doing it over and over and well, over. He, again.
0: He's saying we need one more for safety, and he's insisting, "You got it. You don't need one more." Yeah, but
1: he looks really tired. Like I feel like yeah, he's been in that room a while. He's not even wearing the headphones all the way. Yeah. Uh, and then he says, "Well, Steven Spielberg can lick, lick my, my butt. butt." He says, "Well, Mr. Spielberg's right here." Yeah. And Chang like fixes his hair, and he says, "Hey, Steve yeah. Spielberg." And, uh, then, then we hear the, uh, the instructor guy just say, uh, you know, we're good. You got it. You can lead through that tiny door in the back of the room. Yeah.
0: I thought the implication was that that was Steven Spielberg. Oh no. Well, you know whose voice that was anyway.
1: Uh, Rob Schaub. It was correct. I win, right? What do I win?
0: Well, we're tied for smartness on that
1: one. Good. Thanks.
0: Uh, but then he says, you can go, there's a little door in the back.
1: Which I saw when the scene started. I yeah. thought that was really weird. And
0: yeah. it, I think that worked. It pays off. Good joke. And then Chang says, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't get to come the way I came.
1: No, no, just go through the little door. That'll take you right on out.
0: Which is such a, it's such a weird detail that it's totally unambiguous what that means to go out the little door. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know exactly what that
1: means. And I was troubled because Chang left his sunglasses. Hmm. Maybe they were the
0: studio's sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, so when he opens that little door, it's like super bright out there too. Yeah. It's very clearly like this is the outside. Yeah, he he is done wrong. He is gone. <laughs> yeah, and then in walks Randall Park, as the actor as himself, Randall
0: Park, which is curious and troubling because Randall Park is it Parker
1: Parks? I think it's just singular. Okay. Oh yeah, singular. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I wrote Randall Park as himself, and so I saw the S close to the park. I see. Got excited. Randall Park previously
0: played a student at
1: Greendale. The ASI president or whatever. The student it's president. true, at yes. Uh, I don't remember his name at this moment. Me, but. Neither. When he sat down and the guy said, go ahead, Randall. And in the credits, he was credited Randall Park as himself. I got breaking news. Is it really breaking news or is it just sort too of. excited?
0: Uh, uh, I'm looking at Randall Park's on IMDb. Randall Park. Uh I was going to say Randall Park's IMDb IMDb. entry, but then I said Randall Park on IMDb, Uh and so the result was I said Randall Park's on IMDb, which sounds like I already forgot the name, which is not the case.
1: Randall Park, we love you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at his entry on IMDb, and he's credited as, you know what his credit is? You ready for this? What? Randall Park slash Crime Boss. Wait, what? He played Crime Boss in another episode, apparently.
1: Oh, I think we decided that that was a kick puncher. Episode. Yes, and and that I do recall us that, talking about that. That we we were concerned then too because now he's already he's now has three roles in a community but, universe.
0: But but ass. But <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> but if he was the crime boss in the Kick Puncher movie, yeah, he could have still therefore in the world of Community. Oh, been ben Randall Park playing the crime playing boss the crime boss in, in the Kick, kick puncher, puncher movie. Yeah, good. Although when did Kick Puncher come out? Because that I mean timeline wise could be a problem. Is Kick Puncher an eighties movie?
1: That's troubling. Yeah. It could be an 80s movie because they make the the joke in season five that that uh, there's a Kick Puncher remake. It's which true. is clearly the equivalent to RoboCop. And if Kick Puncher is the RoboCop, just like Inspector Spacetime is the Doctor Who.
0: I think RoboCop also exists in the community universe. Oh my
1: God, what is happening right now? <laughs> no,
0: because click, 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 puncher. click Puncher is That's clear. the digital version for the new age of kick, Clickbait. Kick Puncher <laughs> is clearly a... Hawk the Slayer level okay. film. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly. That's clearly not the Robocop of the community universe because Robocop is genuinely a very, very good movie. Mm-hmm. And Kick Puncher is not. Mm-hmm. You understand?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I like Kick Puncher. <laughs> <laughs> Are we done? Did we make it? Oh, and then Chan comes back.
0: And he wins. He wins the group's favor back by saying Brett is the worst. <laughs> yeah, because she she, she believes. And uh, a few good men reference is a reference to Pink Floyd's The Wall. <laughs> good. Which everyone
1: uh, everyone agrees she's the worst. Cheng. I don't jumps know if it's Abed out. or someone else who says. In when they're all shouting at her, have you seen a movie?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, the, well, <laughs> Abed says name, name one movie or name one movie. movie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good,
0: good. stuff.
1: Plugs. we ran a little long i'm sorry to everyone i feel like it's an hour it's an hour two we've ran this long before i, I feel like this i mean i feel like we're getting longer because the episodes are longer just go on as we plugs. talked about go on with your plug. plugs I, gotta, I do we gotta record another I thing i still gotta go to work i gotta do i gotta do Plugs. Uh, plugs. Plug. Plugs. For Nerds Eye View. Plugs. That's a podcast that I plugs, do plugs, with some plugs, other friends plugs, where we talk plugs, about movies. Plugs, 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 every episode plugs, of Nerds Eye View, we review a new hey, film that's in theaters. We talk about the box office. We talk about uh, what's coming out new He's in theaters. Movies, movies, movies. That's what we talk show. about. Uh, our most recent talking episode, we money. review The Age of Adeline. Talking the next episode, Clively, hopefully it's going to feature so that, that man over there, Matt Benson, and I, we're going to talk about I Avengers Age of Ultron. That's right. Week after week, we're talking about Ages Hulk of whatever. That's how we're doing it now. NEVpodcast.com, at NEVpodcast. My personal Twitter, at Mark Podcaster Lolo. Andrew. Uh, if you go to Patreon.com slash Leonard, talking you will find the Patreon for this podcast. And if you support us there, we will give you special episodes which special are not, ups. not necessarily community related Spesps. but uh they'll be just for for you the donator uh you just have to go there and read the instructions on what all that means
0: what all it means uh, on the
1: Patreon. We'll, we'll put a link and we'd really appreciate it if you supported us year, and year. we have a new podcast coming out new
0: podcast from myself
1: matt benson that's i'm um, there award-winning Midnight Marinera host, writer, voicer, David King. King. And uh, that's called Pick Your Path. Pick it's coming May your first. That's right. The end of this week. You're not just looking forward to Avengers Age of Ultron. You're looking forward to Pick Your Path. Pick Your Path, which is a choose your own adventure style podcast. It's
0: actually in the style, it's not we're not just talking about it. It actually is a choose your own adventure story.
1: It is a fully scripted choose your own adventure story read and read by a person. Yeah you are listening to it and no, you are no robots also reading this no and you are also deciding it yeah as you listen chapters like an audiobook yeah it'll be like you can an audio around but you can download it it's great it's it's free it's from the BenView network it's coming out may 1st pick your pick path. your path benviewnetworkcom network.com slash pyp
0: yeah 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 that's yeah, it i yeah, did it yeah yeah go to BenView network sorry for that belch go to benviewnetwork.com, network.com uh belch check out BenView the- network <laughs> Check out all the shows on there, like Pick Your Path, but also like uh, Benson's Boombox, Popsicles, uh, Matt and Breno's Wrestling Show, and Ben View Spielberg. You know, we talked about Spielberg on this thing, and
1: we're also yeah, talking are you gonna about, talk him about when the we're color there. blue in twenty years because he made a movie called The Color Purple. Yeah, but he's making the color blue. Didn't you get that's the name of the heard?
0: character? It's not the name of the film.
1: No, on the on the Community, the yeah, show. Yeah, the new movie is called The Color Blue. It's
0: not the name of the movie. That's Chang's character is the color blue. What? Was the name of the movie, no, the character was named the
1: color blue. No, that's wrong. We're gonna have to go back and review. From the, <laughs> let's well, start here's over. The line. No, here's Trash the line. It. Let's start over. Here's
0: the line They want you for the color blue
1: in the Play Doh movie.
0: Really? That's the line.
1: I misheard that line then.
0: You thought it was they want you for the color blue, comma, the Play Doh the, the Play-Doh
1: movie. movie. Yeah, well, who can say? <laughs> well.
0: Anyway, Ben View on Spielberg is where me and Justin Keyson talk about Spielberg movies. The last episode was uh, *Close Encounters of the Third Kind*. The next one will be *1941*. And speaking of Justin Keyson, him and I and Andrew Lindy over there write for a, a, a little website called *Agents of Guard*, uh, which, which is celebrating its two-year anniversary. Yeah, it's been around for two years, giving you uh, the best the best coverage of pop culture on the whole goddamn internet. Uh, and you can you can go there at agentsofguard.com it is a pop culture blog uh, it's got all the best pieces of uh, news and opinion coverage uh, about the pop culture things comic books yeah movies wrestling TV from shows me. I talk about wrestling all yeah there. Uh, Video everything games. everything it's all on there and it's a great website with some great writers it's agentsofguard.com uh, finally, you know, do, 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 do the things to us that we like, like rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, write us emails at shutuplenardpodcast at gmail.com, and follow us on Twitter at shutuplenpod. Uh, you can follow me personally on Twitter at Dr. Matt Benson. That's Dr. Matt Benson, and I believe
1: that is all our plugs for the week. So, shut up, Leonard.
0: Feeling packaged this midnight? Set your appetite for terror and reserve your ears for a feast of the sound. The Midnight Marinera podcast is here for you, intrepid listeners. We sample only the finest in sinister stories and, coating them with our own unique spooky sauce, present them to you as eerie audio dramas. Tune in twice monthly as Midnight Marinera sends shivers of fear and spasms of laughter through you.